0: This is Solving Problems and Starting New Ones, a show that tries to be an incubator of great ideas and a place to challenge popular wisdom. Today, we're going to talk about the things going on in the world today in a segment called No Lives Matter, and we'll do a quick fix on reparations, and you'll get all this from a guy-in-the-street perspective. But before we begin, like, follow, share, leave, review, do not make me throw a frozen water bottle at you. Just do it. Follow us on Facebook so you know when new episodes are out at Facebook.com slash Problem Show. Well, what are you waiting for? You're not going to do any of that, are you? All right, before we begin, this would be our usual time for the 2020 presidential race update of 2020. But instead, we're going to give you a special report on the new nation everyone is talking about in a segment called No Need to Worry, It's Just White People Stealing Land Again. Enjoy. Yes, folks, it's true. White people have done it again. They have stolen land. But let's not talk about the negative. Instead, let's welcome the birth of a new nation called CHAZ, which is short for the whitest name anybody could have ever thought of ever, I believe. I took a trip to the small nation inside Seattle, Washington, which appeared out of nowhere and without a vote. Here are some of the things I've learned. It is currently about six blocks in size, making it the smallest country in the world. In 17 minutes, you can see all that CHAZ has to offer. Local sayings are already catching on in Chaz. Sayings like, what the hell is going on? Is that guy carrying an assault rifle in broad daylight? And the one saying everyone is using, why did the 911 operator laugh at me? That one's my personal favorite. President Trump, star of The Apprentice, responded to the insurrection by shutting off the new nation's water supply. Little did he know the newly made citizens don't shower, so the impact was unfelt. Know thy enemy, orange man. The new nation of Chaz... It may not have a beach, but it does have one thing America doesn't have, border walls. Yes, border walls were the first order of the day. Can't have undocumented people running around your country. You would have to be pretty dumb not to implement proper and organized border security. Geez, get with the program, America. Though the Chasians have a short but great history of being welcoming to outsiders, they have an armed security guard at every entrance that checks for IDs for safety. They are nothing like ICE and have no resemblance. Instead, their border security is called International Chazians of Export, ICE for short. Also, the security at the border is taken to something not exactly like Stop and Frisk, as that would be pretty offensive. What they do instead is halt people in motion and pat them down. When I asked border security if this is similar to Stop and Frisk, the same policy in New York, they said no, and that was good enough for me. Though, Chaz may be perfect. It's not without a problem. Avocado toast and vegan meat is in scarce supply. Oh, Utopia. So close. Their economy is booming as reports of extortion from local businesses have skyrocketed. Who needs Wall Street? Not Chaz. On TV, I saw the mayor, who hasn't had a chance to visit, welcome the new nation with open arms at a safe distance. She clambered on about how wonderful everyone is, how peaceful everyone is, and how she definitely isn't in fear for her life at all, she said from an undisclosed but very secure location. Enjoy your totally peaceful block party, she said. We will, Mayor, we will. I asked a local resident how happy she was to be a part of Chaz. Well now, she said, that they just recently changed the word gun into equality stick. Things have never been better, she said, while being held up at gunpoint. I mean, equality stick point. Then she started shaking and screaming. Get me out of here, this place is... And just like that, her head mysteriously exploded after a loud bang from the equality stick. Residents ran away from the scene because they needed the exercise. They sure do like to stay in shape here in Chaz. Well, that's all the time I have, and I hope you enjoyed this special report as much as I enjoyed my visit. I'm sure this nation will be around for many years to come, and definitely will not turn into a place where people share needles. Wait, what happened? Oh, they're shutting down already? Hmm, didn't see that coming. This has been your 2020 Chazian update of 2020. All right, folks, let's uh, talk about what's going on currently these days. At this point, I hope you've heard the opinions and thoughts of Chappelle, Candace Owens, Killer Mike, Larry Elder, to name a few. And if you haven't, then you're doing yourself an incredible disservice. And here's the thing, the truth is out there. The facts, the evidence, the data, the science is available for anyone to see. So I'm not going to repeat what's already been said, but I will touch upon Candace Owens real quick. And I'm assuming you've watched Candace Owens' video on George Floyd. If not, stop, check it out, and come right back. And Chappelle, along with many others, were, they were pretty pissed about what she had to say. And I, I get that, you know. Uh, pretend your wife or husband just died in a plane crash. Then I call you up and say, hey, there's, there's a one in a million chance of a plane crashing. True, but it doesn't help anything at the moment. But of all the things that were said about her, the one thing that no one called her was wrong. We need to have less narrow conversations. Which is a nice thing to say, but it ain't gonna happen. With that being said, the focus of this show, like always, is finding a solution to problems. So I'm not gonna say anything that could be offensive or upsetting to anybody. I know how you guys get. Let's talk about the riots. There's three groups of people responsible for the riots. One, 20-year-old punks who aren't from the city where the riots took place and they don't really care. Two, gang members who don't give a shit about their city. And three, my favorite group of all, the white woke religious mob. i never seen a group so desperate for acceptance. These adult children breaking toys that don't belong to them, while their moms are sitting at home in their upper-class community, waiting by the phone in case they gotta bail out their little troublemaker. These toddlers were in Seattle chalk painting in the streets, building forts, and holding guns bigger than they are. And every single time some reporter asked them, what are the solutions? It's always some white socialist bullshit. It is a white thing, because think of it. Overall, black people aren't a fan of big government control because the last time the government had that kind of control, it didn't work out too well. And this is what they do. Every single religious woke person is standing and jumping on the neck of George Floyd to push their bullshit anti-capitalist faith. Every goal they had have has nothing to do with helping the black community. The same people who talk about systematic racism, which came from your government, your kings and queens, is the same government you want in total control of your health care and college? Which is the same group that screwed over healthcare in college. This group of idiots can't be that stupid. And there's so many better solutions out there. And I call wokeness a religion because if you take a Christian and a scientist and they have a scientific debate on religion, the scientist will most likely win. However, if a Christian and a scientist have a debate on faith, the Christian will likely win. Because th- there's no data or evidence to actually show faith. It's like trust or love. You can't pick it up, put it on a scale, see how much it weighs. It's not something you can actually see and in reality have no reason to believe it exists, but you do. And that's what I mean by it's a religion. And they adopt the worst parts of religion they hate. Hey, Barney bro. What are the things you don't like about religion? Uh, the way they shame people and don't like people who think differently? Okay, let's do that. Awesome. Should we talk about charity and forgiveness? No, man, let's just take other people's stuff because we're old for some reason. Yeah, man, the future of America is 19th century socialism. Get educated. Yeah, let's make out. however oh, the hell they say. It's a complete waste of time to try and convince these woke toddlers with any facts. Here's a fact. No system has gotten more people out of poverty than capitalism. Isn't that good for poor black people, white people, any color in between? And they don't give a shit about black lives, just their own beliefs, and any vehicle they can use to get there. They only care about looking good, not actually doing good. I just don't see any evidence of these people are actually making America a better place. Did any of these woke dumbasses who are collecting 600 extra dollars a week think about calling the food shelters during the shutdown? They were empty. I don't think they did. And we would have known about it, if they did donate money, because they would have posted it all over the internet to let everyone know. Recently, they had these initiatives called Open Up the States All Around the Country. It's the rallies where you saw a bunch of white guys with guns in front of the state houses. And listen, I I know there was a lot of crazies out there, but at least they didn't blow up the city. Death threats aside, and for those of you who didn't know, uh, they went there because they needed a haircut. They were there because small business owners were getting crushed, and they wanted to stop it before it was too late. Well, guess what? Too late. Number of black-owned companies before the shutdown? 1.1 million. Number of black-owned companies before the riots, 640,000. 41% have closed up shop. Where were you, my woke friends? Home Depot can have 200 people in it, but the black barber can't have two people in his place? Small companies can't afford lobbyists like Home Depot can, you know? Where were you then? But they don't care unless they are told to. And then you burn down more businesses of uh, minority communities. How brilliant is that? How broken is your moral compass? Do they even know the difference between right and wrong? I didn't even know how important last episode was going to be until I saw all this shit. And we have these woken idiots at home romanticizing the riots. Does anybody even think about the after effects of a riot? On Memorial Day weekend in Chicago, you had the most shootings since 1960 or 61. All black folks as far as I could research. Did you know that? You should. Because black lives matter. And it's odd that no one seems to care. Baltimore has seen a rise in homicides in the black community since 2015. And no one seems to care or ask why. But I do and I will. What happened in 2015? Freddie Gray was killed by the hands of the police, which led to the riots, which led to the police to take a more hands-off approach out of fear of losing their jobs, and also because they feel they can't do their job safely, according to uh, NPR and the Baltimore Sun. The results? 300 homicides a year in the black community in Baltimore. And that's not bad enough, you have lowered property value, less companies, less jobs, less property tax coming in, and less funding for the schools. So the question is, if the cops feel like they can't do their jobs, if they don't feel safe going to, wor- going to work, if they don't feel like the mayor has their back, is that going to lead to an increase in crime and homicide, like in Baltimore, like in Chicago, like in Ferguson? Because if so, the woke crowd isn't romanticizing riots, It's romanticizing genocide. I don't see a small business owner of any race who just had their business burnt to the ground taking their insurance money and reopening on what they may think is a powder keg that could go off any second. They're going to take that insurance money and head to safer places, leaving only the the poor that can't afford to move. And listen, hey, I hope I'm wrong, but there's a lot of evidence that I'm going to be right. Let's talk about uh, David Dorn. 77-year-old black retired police captain killed during the riots defending a pawn shop from rioters. Found dead on a sidewalk, father of five, ten grandkids. Let's talk about Stefan Cannon. He was sentenced to seven years in prison for felony robbery, but he caught a break and was given probation. Then he violated probation and was given another break. Then he violated probation again and was given another break. And now Stefan Cannon is facing first-degree murder charges for the killing of David Dorn. And who is taking a knee for David Dorn? Is Chappelle taking a knee for David Dorn? Let's go over solution number one. If you are sentenced to seven years in prison, you just go to prison. I can't explain the phenomenon of people saying there's too many people in prison. What are you people talking about? There are not enough people in prison. You're telling me half of Congress doesn't belong there? The pharmaceutical companies that drug our kids don't belong in prison? Episode 11 reference. Have you not seen our culture and our society? It's trash. There should be more people in prison than out of prison. But thanks to the prison-deformed bullshit, that's not gonna happen, and this is what the police have to deal with. And this is what you're gonna have to deal with because as the police take a more hands-off approach, this shit's coming to a city near you. We need to be a little more respectful when we talk about these not eaten swine. I mean, the cops. So here's solution number two. If you are a career criminal, or it seems like you're going that direction, you know, you keep doing stints in prison, ban them from the state. I don't understand why, if a person is a product of their environment, why do we keep putting them right back in the same environment when they get out of prison? It usually takes about five offenses before a person commits murder, on average. It starts with small crimes, then bigger crimes, then finally murder. That's how it typically goes. Is this a way to break that cycle? In episode 12, I talked about three things compassion, discipline, and punishment. The discipline is banning a person from the state after a couple of stays in prison. The punishment is, say, life in prison if he's seen it in the state that he's banned from. But the compassion is helping him start a new life in a new environment, helping him find a job, which is tough if you have a criminal record. and We talked about that in episode 9. Uh, if he has kids, enroll them in a good school. Help him find a place to live. Compassion, discipline, punishment. But instead, let's burn down, oh, I don't know, hundreds of middle-class companies, burn down poor communities, burn 70 COVID-19 testing sites, burn down a multi-unit affordable housing complex, and for what? So your government can pass a few laws that look good but don't actually do good. The end result is more lives destroyed or dead than could possibly be saved by the riots. That's the end result. All because you refuse to accept what's really going on. And the thing that pisses me off the most There are great voices out there with real solutions that would help everyone. But they get drowned out by idiots who say things like, Defund the police. Abolish the police. ACAB. All cops are bad. Listen, if you're the kind of person that has to post someone else's political meme, you are not a deep thinker. Stay out of this. That's how you can do some good. Because if you're not talking about public unions or know any problems with teacher and police unions, you are in the way of progress, okay? So just shut up. There's just far too many woke people drowning out the voices of intelligent people. Let's talk about the public unions. Why did 100,000 black moms in Florida vote for Governor DeSantos, a Republican, and vote Democrat for Senate? Why did they split the vote in 2018? Because DeSantos is for school choice, that's why. And moms want the ability to send their child to a good school instead of a failing public one. The police officer that killed George Floyd had 17 complaints. Why was he able to keep his job? I talked about teachers' unions in episode 13, and what did we learn? Unions do not care about the student, just like police unions are there to serve and protect the police, not you. And they are the ones that protect bad teachers and bad police officers. They are the ones that refuse to change. And they are the ones that fund the politicians that allow them to have that power. Start a rally for that. Start a protest for that. You're burning down all the wrong places. You are defunding all the wrong people. Solution number three, break the unions back. Here's the thing. Woke people love unions. And as long as their voices are louder than the real thinkers out there, it ain't going to happen. And this leads us to the real problem people are ignoring. Let's say I'm king. Okay, I am the king. And there's a hundred people rushing to kill me. What would be the best way for me to survive that? Well, what i do is try and turn 50 people against 50 people. Here's a cool way to do it. Have poor people depend on government assistance, welfare. But here's the thing, they can only get that if you screw over the middle class's welfare system. Yes, middle class people, you are on government assistance as well. It's called tax breaks. You depend on those to get ahead. But the only way you can get that is if the poor gets less. One happens to be mostly Republican, the other half seems to be mostly Democrat. It's almost as if it was by design. Both groups depend on the government. And it shouldn't be like that, but it's pretty clever. Let's talk about another way to do it. What happened with George Floyd was obviously a case of police brutality, something we are all against, and stand united against. But throw in some race issues, burn things down people like, act like you're justified in violence, you're going to divide people. In certain states, because of the shutdown, you could be fined or go to jail just to going to a church. But apparently, if you just burn one down, it's okay. You might see people get pissed off about that. Had we just focused on the act of police brutality, we may have ended up going after the right people. Not too long ago, there was a story that a, a white woman's dog was about to attack a police officer. The officer withdrew his gun to shoot the dog, missed, and killed the owner. In 2016, a white man was killed the same way George Floyd was, knee to the throat, and it's on video too. And honestly, a good friend of mine was shot unjustifiably six times in Medford, Mass. Five in the chest, one in the leg. He was a white dude. Nobody cared. Nobody cared about any of that. If people talked up stories like these, and there are so, so many more, maybe people would see that this doesn't have to be a race war, but a class war that is being pushed on by the ruling class. Maybe if we thought about it this way, we'd be on the the same page and maybe we'd go after the groups that protect bad actors. Maybe we'd go after the politicians, those kings and queens who allow bad things to happen in the name of money. Maybe we'd stop letting the media be our weapons of mass distraction. Maybe we'd see the ruling class doesn't care about us and we need less of them in our lives. Maybe instead of passing laws that work against each other, we would instead try and pass laws that work against them. But instead, we'll burn down a target and completely miss the bullseye. It ain't black lives matter or all lives matter. It's no lives matter unless you can politicize it, separate us, and keep yourself on the throne. But is there hope? Solution number four. We may have uh, You may have actually seen or heard about uh, Camden, New Jersey. It was dubbed the most dangerous city in New Jersey. But things changed. What changed? Did they do something stupid like to fund the police? Well, actually, sort of. And do your homework on this, but... Keep in mind, a lot of articles and people talking about Camden seem to leave out a lot of other truths because it gets in the way of their narrative they want to sell you. So I'll read a few, and I'll do my best to give you the bullet points. So what did they do? Well, they fired all the police. One thing you'll, you'll find is certain researchers and writers have a tendency to leave how they did that out. The police chief broke the unions back, as I just talked about. How are you going to fire the cops without dealing with the unions? So that would be step one after that, they hired back the police officers they wanted at a reduced pay. And here's another thing that gets left out. They went from 168 police officers to 418. And that allows the officers more opportunity to get, the know- get to know the neighborhood and the people they serve. It's a little tougher to break a law or shoot a suspect if you're friendly with them. What were the results so far? Well, It didn't start off great, but crime is currently at the lowest it's been in decades, and homicides went down 63%. They still have a union, and going by what the police chief has said, the union leaders have focused on care of the community as much as they do for the officers. Apparently, if you give a little little bit of discipline for the unions, maybe they'll come back with a little bit of compassion. And with that being said, that was the police captain that pushed for that, not a politician. If you really think Democratic-led cities are going to start union-busting and the Republicans who control the executive branch, the governorship, the Senate, are going to start using their brains. If you really think voting for either of these parties are going to get you good results, man, I got a market in Wuhan to sell you. Alright, let's wrap this up with a quick fix segment. We're talking about slave reparations. How do you do it? I'm actually opposed to giving money as reparations, though I am 3% black, so I would take 3% of a check if it happened. But, like Chris Rock said, you want wealth over riches. What's better than money? Land. Now, what land should we give them? New York City, why the hell not? Black folks are old land? Why not land with some money on top of it? Gotta start thinking bigger, people. So how do you do it? Do you vote on it? No, we're past that. You grab some whips, you start handing them out, and start cracking crackers tonight. Just start with the woke white people first, all right? Would you? And that was the quick fix. That's all I got today. Next month we'll do chapter five and six on education. And don't forget, give that five star review on iTunes. It helps us get noticed. We have listeners in thirty-eight states now. Thank you, Hawaii, for joining the ranks. Go to Facebook.com/problemshow for I don't know some reason. This was solving problems and starting new ones.